to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable, but it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some Southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. It's hard to believe that another week has come and gone, but it has, and we're back for another episode of Secrets from the South. Along about this past Tuesday, me and Sophie, my favorite dog, rode to the bank. Well, Sophie's gotten real comfortable about going. She looks forward to it. Lisa, who I graduated with, always gives her a treat. and Well, she also fills out my deposit, so it's always a great thing. But as I was sitting there, there is so much that you can see at the bank. So many things going on. So many transactions. So I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode titled, The Deposit. Terry, as we begin today's show, I have to ask, have you ever read through the Darwin Awards? Yes, I have. Okay, and for those who don't know, Darwin Awards are awarded to those folks that, well, do the ultimate stupid thing each year. And they go through and pick out the stupidest people and award them first, second, third place prize. I don't know how you, honestly, I don't know how. No, we got some smart people, very, very intelligent people. True. That come up with all kinds of cures and the latest and greatest in technology. And we've kind of touched on the fact that we have some smart individuals that make up the world that we live in. And we're fortunate to have them. But you are absolutely right. On the flip side, we got equally as many, probably even more, that you wonder, did they just crawl out from under a rock? And it's not everybody that uses that old term that you think of, hold my beer. Sometimes it can be the <laughs> unexpected dumbo. In, in this case, and what we're going to talk about here, these are some legitimate things that happened mm-hmm. uh, in their banking account. It's their actions afterward right. that you have to call into question. You know, at the end of the day, if it ain't yours, it ain't yours. But I think that they're under the impression, falsely under the impression, that if I had, and we'll talk about a couple of uh, examples, but if I only have $22 in my checking account. Correct. And most people have a general idea of what they have in their checking account, you know, and if they Except the husband. A husband has no clue what's there. Most husbands may not, but there are a few that may end up being the ones that are actually closer to knowing what's in the account than the female. I happen to be on the flip side. I mean, you know, you've either got somebody, it's either the wife or the husband that's really kind of taking the lead in the finances. And I probably, I always just say, give me a check when I need something, and I don't think anything else about it. Well, that's because you've got, in your world, you've got your wife who's kind of taken control of the finances. And if she said, hey, we need to cont- you know, we need to curtail the spending this month, then you would know, okay, you need to slow yeah, it down. Yeah. What planet are you on <laughs> where that woman would say that? Well, I mean, I mean it, was, on, it sounded good, okay? But most people have an idea, especially if their checking account tends to run on the low side. If you all of a sudden wake up and you go to the bank – or get a bank statement, or go to your ATM and get a balance, or you know sometimes you'll get a receipt. You're going to t- re- withdraw a hundred bucks, and you choose 
receipt or no receipt, you get a receipt back that says you've got now show you have 250,000 in your account or let's say 20 million in your account. Uh, Something's wrong. And you know what is bad about what you just said? What? I go through that drive through and I'll make a deposit and they'll hand you that little slip back and I never even read it. I just throw it in my arm thing, you know, in, in between your seats. So you're very trusting of the banking industry. And that's stupid. See, I'm one of these stupid people And, and I now. think that's a great thing because, I mean, we all have to trust who we bank with. But I but just don't I, pay any attention. And the only reason that I say that is because we're human. Accidents may happen. Well, well, here's a prime example of trusting somebody. I went in, and you remember Green, the ugliest truck in the world? Yeah. Okay, I've drug it around, and I fixed it. It's running now, so I decided. I just parked behind Green. Did you? Yeah, I did. And so I decided, well, if I fix Green, i, I got to drive I hope the brake works it. on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on down to the tag office to get a tag for old Green. And my truck that I sold, I took that tag, and I turned it in, and I didn't pay any attention and I paid what she said, and I got back to the house, and I thought, you know, I had a credit on that. And then in the mail today, it came of, hey, we meant to give you this, but forgot, and gave me a credit. So they for made it. it good. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, I sometimes don't stop and read. Well, I think that's because we get in a hurry, and we're just trusting by nature. And that'd be me. And then sooner or later, somebody's going to make a mistake. And in these examples that we're going to go over, they've made some tremendous mistake. And that's the thing. It's like finding, you ever seen where that people will find bags of money that people yeah. went to make a deposit? I don't know. Somehow it fell out of something or there's a suitcase of money and then you are called into question. And this is where the whole ethics and integrity and all of that stands is like, do you walk away with that money and nobody knows any different? And in some cases, mm. they may never know any different. Or do you do the right thing and say, you know what, this isn't rightfully mine, so I need to find the owner because there's some desperate people out there searching for that money. Now, in some cases, it may be, well, that money was not earned. Legally. Exactly. What was the movie? And and, and you probably know the answer to this. Tommy Lee Jones was in it. Uh, Old Men. Uh, uh, no Country. Oh, yeah. You remember seeing that movie? Exactly. He would have got the money had he not felt sorry for the guy that he thought needed the water. You remember that? And he exactly. goes back to give him. And then his whole world was over. But had he just faded away, it would have all been good. And sometimes those don't have good outcomes because those folks are searching for that money. Now, the bad guys that lose money are worse than an honest person. And oh, we all know that. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, they're ruthless. But these are situations where somebody, like we said, has a $20 checking account or 150 whatever, small amount. Or maybe they got a couple thousand. I don't know. And then they wind up finding out that they woke up the next day and they are tons richer let's start with this couple that was uh in uh, i think this is pennsylvania okay they have 1127 dollars in their account okay the next morning they check their account to pay something and it's one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. so what do they do well the 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 right thing to have done would have been call the bank or just don't spend it that you know you've really got eleven hundred dollars and don't go over that i mean the bank especially is going to be doing audits all the time sooner or later you think they're going to catch it and they're going to find out where that was deposited because that hundred and twenty thousand dollars was somebody else's and you know by then they've caught the mistake of it's not in my account exactly and where is my money and they're calling right and so after they made that phone call 
they went to the people that they accidentally deposited in and opened up their checking account and realized that they had been right on down to the Chevrolet dealership and bought them a brand spanking new SUV, paid cash for it, Derek. They wrote a check. It was good. Well, I mean, they could make good on it uh, right then. Then they went right on down to the Honda dealership and bought two <laughs> four-wheelers. I mean, you know, that probably this day and time, that's somewhere between 15 to 20 for two four-wheelers. Right, exactly. In that, in that time frame. Then, well, we need a camper to pull behind the SUV. It's almost like they went on a, it's not almost like, it's they went on a spending frenzy. And it you, you would almost think by... The way you're explaining the story is, if I go ahead and spend it quickly now, then I can say, well, I don't have it. Yeah. And, not and it'll on- disappear, and it won't leave a trail in my bank account. And then, you know, of course, your buddies that need to go buy some uh, some uh, what made old Mil- uh, uh, Milwaukee famous, that needs a little beer money. Let's right. help them, too. They handed out $15,000 in cash to friends and family, just to help them out a little bit. Then comes the bad news. What? The bank calls. And they want their money <laughs> they want back. want the money back. And let me see here what it said. Uh, here it is what it says. Uh, the bank contacted her and she said, well, we don't have the money anymore, but I'm going to talk to my husband and figure out how we're going to repay this. And then that would be about the last phone call they ever answered from the bank. And then who was the next phone call from? That would have been the Popo. <laughs> <laughs> Felony charges and they were locked up. I mean, but I wonder in what span of time did they find out that they were a lot richer, and then how soon it took them to go buy all that stuff. Because it I, sounds like they didn't waste time. I think it's three to four days, if I understand that right. And it was, they sucked. Can I mean, could you really blow $120,000? You know, what was the Richard Pryor movie years ago to where he got that oh, inheritance? Yeah, if he didn't spend it all, he didn't yeah. get the money that was set aside for him. And I can't think of the name of it to I, save I know what soul. you're talking about. Uh, Brewster's Millions. Yes, that's it. And that's kind of the, they had that, that mentality of, we got to get rid of it. Buy, give me a stamp. Let me spend it. Here's another one, and this is a little bit different spin, and this is from Daily Mail, and this was published this year in June. This just happened. A Florida woman finds, get this number, Scotty, one billion has been deposited in her bank account, but no one from the bank, and I won't say the name of the bank, is taking her calls to return it. You're kidding. So in good faith, this is the difference. She recognizes, as most people would, I don't have one billion in my account. Most people will never see that many zeros. She said, it says a Florida woman who withdrew $20 from an ATM found that she had become a billionaire and now says she's struggling to return the cash to its rightful owner. So this lady from right outside of Tampa noticed the massive error. And I would say massive is an understatement. I would say so, too, on this. After she decided to check her balance on Saturday, only to find out that she had this huge amount, again, a billion dollars, sitting in her checking account. And it said that that has made her the 615th richest person in America. Although the honest Floridian says she's desperate to renounce the title as soon as possible. So she's reached out to her local bank, and this is a pretty popular bank, but so far, and it's a big bank, nobody 
from the organization has returned her call. She's trying to do the right thing. In my luck, it would be it was Guido's money, and Guido really wants his me his billion dollars. <laughs> and Guido's gonna find out that it's Scotty Ray that took it. And Guido probably has a big black Cadillac. Yeah, and when Guido pulls up at your house, you got a lot of splaining to do. That's right. But I mean, this she says, "Oh my gosh, I was horrified. I know most people would think that they had won the lottery, but I was horrified when I put in for the twenty dollars. The machine came back and said, we'll give you the twenty dollars, but that'll cause an overdraft and you'll be charged.' And I said, "Oh, just forget it." It was only when she decided to check the balance that she was alerted to the nine-figure sum. And she says, I know I've read stories about people that took the money or took out money and then they had to repay it. I wouldn't do that anyway because it's not my money. Well, not a lot of people think that way. And we just talked about an example of that. It kind of scares me because, you know, with cyber threats, you know, I don't know what to think. She added, she said that with it being the weekend, she found it hard to reach anyone in authority at the bank. I just can't get through. I get tied up with their automated system and I can't get a person. So it's unclear what caused the glitch that made her a billionaire. And I don't know if she'll ever find out because whoever made the mistake doesn't want that out. They don't, you know, I mean, somebody's going to lose a job. And, you know, tellers all the time, they may short a customer they may overpay a customer yeah and they We're do their human. little reconciliation and then they the do the, the the balance the check and they'll do the balancing at the end and they realize oh my gosh and they do they do a ton of balancing they realize i'm a hundred dollars short yeah right and they can trace that back and sometimes they'll there have been numerous examples where they call the customer and say could you check the envelope i think we may have given you a hundred dollars more and so they'll say oh my gosh you're right let me bring the money back or they'll find out, or a customer may find out they thought they had, like you said, you didn't check your envelope, and you find out that on the other hand, you've been shorted $100. Well, that $100 has to go somewhere. And sooner or later, there's a paper trail, even with $100. Think about it if it were a billion dollars. And this is a major, major bank. And you can't get anybody to call you back when you're saying, look, I mean, it's almost like they didn't take her serious. Right. Well, you know, here's another example. This happened in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but the figure was even more than what you just said. You wake up one day and you check your balance and you are 50 billionaire, 50 billion. How do you word that? I don't even know how to say that word. You're a billionaire. uh, 50 times. Yeah, exactly. And so they call the bank. And they said, look, something's wrong here. But they they done the American thing. They started uh, doing uh, screenshots of the, the money in their bank account and posted it all over social media. And I think I would, too. But the, the bank account was placed on hold immediately. And it took, I think, three days to get it all straightened out. But for three days, and they were honest about it. The guy said, there's no way I would have spent it. But he goes, it felt good to brag and show my phone balance. Oh, I mean, I think anybody would be tempted. If they made that kind of error and you found your balance on your bank account in the billions why would you not at least get a good laugh over right. it? The difference is they're getting a good laugh over it. The lady outside of Tampa and Florida is trying to make good and contacting folks. And like she said, she's getting an automated service. But there are other people out there that are not so truthful or well, not so honest. Let's just go down the road a few miles from Baton Rouge. Let's go to New Orleans. Okay. What do you think is going to go on in New Orleans? 
Well, there's a lot of Mardi Gras, a lot of uh, French Quarter, a lot of things that you can spend money on. And this one is even probably worse because this lady kind of worked for the law enforcement. She worked at a correctional facility oh as, a, uh, as a de- detention officer, I guess okay. you'd call that. Okay. She had $1.2 million deposited in her bank account. The bank discovers it before she does, and they said, we need you to return the money. And she goes, no, I ain't giving it back. And she, <laughs> she had already started spending it. And she's been arrested. Now, again, she was a cop almost, but she's been arrested for taking the money and spending it on what she wanted to. Why do people, it's almost like they think if I can spend it in a hurry, they won't know anything about it. I know. And they'll look at my account and say, well, it couldn't have been them. She doesn't have any more. She doesn't have any money in that. We're looking for 1.2 million. We're looking for what? 1 billion. It can't be them. They don't have that kind of money in their account because they've spent it all. I mean, that's just kind of foolish thinking. And I know what you were thinking of when I said the bank called her and said, give it back. She was smart enough to move it to another bank in another account quickly before that bank caught it and put it in another bank to where they couldn't get it back. Well, that tells you right there. It's dishonest. It is dishonest. If she left it in there and, like I said, and didn't spend it. That's one thing. I mean, the refusal of paying it back. I mean, how does she honestly think that that's all of a sudden she's the rightful owner of that? I know. Oh, and, I, and I made a mistake. I need to correct. She was the dispatch, 911 dispatch uh, girl. And I'm sure that y'all have seen this story in the headlines. But I can't fathom doing that. Well, apparently she could. It didn't bother her a bit. No. And, and let's go ahead and talk about this because most people, you have never had this problem ever in your life i have not no i Uh, haven't i don't even and it sounds like to me if i were the lady in florida i wouldn't want that kind of problem right be worried sick i'm like you there's so much i say that this sounds terrible but deceit and deception and unlawfulness people that have gotten money through ill-gotten gains is that really right And, and so i would be afraid i'm like you i'd be afraid that i'd be looking out my window late at night and i'd go why is that car sitting out there? They've been out there for a long period of time. And then all of a sudden, it would be somebody in a gang, somebody in the mafia, somebody like that, that has found out, at no fault of my own, right, that, that I'm sitting the there with this money, and they're coming to get something. Yeah. Whether that's me, the money, both, or whatever, but it's, they want it back. It's all in the movies, and that's a plot of a many a movie there. And them guys really mean it. They oh, This like, is they're, like they're real around. life. I mean, well, you've seen all the stuff that happens with criminals, and you, I mean, they, they're a different breed. I and mean, you think that they're not going to, they're not going to make an example of you for taking the money, even though the money innocently right. got put in your account? And with, I would want it gone quick. With people like that, it doesn't matter whether it's a thousand dollars, five thousand, or a million. To them, they have to make an example so others will not do it to them. That's why that criminal world works. Yeah, I want to do it. You'd be explaining them. the whole time. I didn't put it in my account, right? But they don't care. <laughs> I mean, as they're coming in with the bat, that's correct, or the gun, it's not going to be a good outcome for you. And I would be, I don't know, I wouldn't want to be put in that position. No, me neither. But as we look at this, and this is just just an FYI. If somebody does, because you would almost think, well, it's in my account, it's mine. If you've never read laws or anything, but that's not the way it works. Uh, it, it is still the banks. You cannot touch it. Well, and you an will error. go to jail. It's an error. It's somebody else's money. It sure isn't yours. Now, what do you do if you find the money in there? What's the first thing you should do, Terry? I think 
call the bank. That'd be your first option. That's what you ought to do. And I would be calling in a hurry, like the lady again in Florida is trying to do. But somebody's got to be on the receiving end that's going to pick up and say, I understand what you're calling about. I take this seriously, and we're on it. I mean, she can't even got, she can't at this point get anybody. And I'm sure that's, this article was, came out a couple of days ago. I'm sure, hopefully by now, somebody from that major bank has returned her phone call and understands the severity of the situation. As you look at the headline, it says, what happens if you use the money that wasn't yours? Simple. You go to jail. They're going to press charges. And why people think that they're going to get away with this. I know. Who is responsible for replacing the money that was deposited in the wrong account? If it's in your account, you are. If you spend it, you're held accountable for replacing what you spent. Nobody else. Again, I think it's just temptation gets the best of people. But, I mean, those people went on a shopping spree. They bought everything they needed. Now, you really answered this a moment ago. It says, well, could this slide under the radar? No, as you said, even down to probably a quarter at a bank because it all has to balance. It does. At the end of the day, they have to balance. And they have to report, even if it's five cents. Mm -hmm. They have to report it. Uh, Immediately let the financial institution know that you're dealing with. Let them know what has happened. Moving the here's here's the example here. <laughs> Moving the money into another account is not a good idea. No, you can think and about it. It didn't work out good for the uh, the lady that did that either. No, did it? She she's did. now so she is. I know you said that we thought initially that she might have worked at a, a correction facility, but we went back and corrected that and said she was a nine one one dispatcher. Right now she is an inmate. Correct in a correction facility, and that's not good. No, not good at all. While it's common, it's not ordinary. It does happen occasionally. This, as you pointed out. Uh, as you go down this list, what can you do to protect money from being deposited into the wrong account? Well, uh, you know, the bank's going to catch it. Make sure that your number's on the back of your account when you sign your check. It's clearly, if you slur numbers, you know, I used to work in a thing when people would write down their banking information for their job to have their check uh, direct deposited. And sometimes those numbers are not clear. So make sure you write your numbers yeah, as clear I mean, as possible. Some of our penmanship is terrible, but it says that tellers are supposed to verify the name on the account before proceeding with the transaction. Anything like that. I mean, that almost makes you wonder. That's a transaction where it got moved yeah. to that account. That's a, I, I can't imagine being a teller responsible for that kind of money, moving it to another account that that was uh, again, that was a slip-up. But what was that transaction supposed to be originally? You know, there was an instance where there was a company, uh, it was a huge makeup company, and I, I can't remember which one it was, that was transferring money to pay off a portion of a loan. Well, they accidentally moved the entire amount and dropped it in there and realized, oh, whoops, I didn't mean to do that. And the financial institution said, nope, you owed us the whole thing. You paid it off too bad. <laughs> and they went to court, and the bank won. Well, I could see how. I it mean, was paid in full. You know, it goes back to that same old thing, Scotty. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. Now, let me ask you this. You open up your sock drawer, mm-hmm. and that's probably not a good example because you probably think, well, that's probably my money to begin with. Let's say you see two or $300. But let's say you bought a vehicle, and you've had it for a couple of years. All of a sudden, like you're doing on green. Yeah. That's an antique truck. It is. That's had many miles on it. I don't know how many owners that it has, but I mean, how old is the truck? Ooh, it's an 81 model, so I'd have to sit down and do the arithmetic to it. You got 20, you're 40 something there. Yeah, so let's say that, and I know you've been doing a lot of tinkering on it. Let's say you're tinkering on that truck 
and you remove the floorboard or something like that, and you find, let's say, $2,500. Yeah, and you think I'm going to tell Angie? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> Have you I, lost so I mean, your mind? Do you even try to trace who the rightful owner is? How would you know? It's cash. Right, and I'm going to go like old Schultz uh, said from, uh, what was the show, that uh, Hogan's Heroes. Okay. I know nothing, I see nothing. <laughs> so in that situation... You just gonna roll on with it. I'm rolling and Angie ain't knowing a thing. What I've learned through the years, it's one thing to hide that sixty dollars that you won in the poker game on Wednesday night, not tell your wife about it. But if it goes through your bank account, Uncle Sam knows about it. There's no way to hide it, there's no way you can get around it. He's gonna get his due. So if something accidentally appears there and it's not yours, Remember, they're coming for it. It's okay to think about it, but don't touch it. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information, and we'll be in touch. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of another episode, and it's time to dim the lights and close the microphones for the day. Until another download, I'm Scotty Ray, and speaking for Terry, if the chickens don't break the coop, and the good Lord's willing, we'll be back next week.